It'd be funny if he had the same space suit as Dr. Evil. <laughs> like, it's he, like a he si- push it, shiny well, silver and suit. And he pushes the button to talk. He's like, <laughs> I didn't freaking care. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Eclipse on Tap, the podcast where we talk about eclipses of all kinds and space in general. Back with you for episode 46. Welcome back, folks. Hello, gentlemen and ladies. The month of July, late in July. It's been a busy time. All of us have had busy schedules, so the uh, the podcast is recording a bit late. July has cometh and goneth. And goneth. In the blink of an eye. Yeah. It has been a, a quick summer i feel like oh big time yeah yeah i mean it's yeah we're already staring staring at the back like third of it yep pretty much um september is always nice but it's i don't know but it's back to like the routine like schools are back in yeah yep it's heading heading into you know yeah winter it's crazy how when you're a kid you feel like summer's so long you know out of school and then um when you're an adult, I mean, you just think about like when you're looking back at like summer break for kids, what do they get out at the end of, or middle of June, like elementary school kids? Yeah. End yeah. of June sometimes. And yeah. then they go back like third week in August. Yeah. yeah. Not that long. It used, yeah. it seemed like an eternity when you were yeah. a kid. That's though. what I mean is like, yeah. it felt like same with uh, winter break, like over Christmas, but it was actually just like eight days. <laughs> yeah. Time goes fast when you're, uh, you know, punching keys. Yeah, it sure does. It, it sure does. It does. It, That's yeah. one thing I've realized. It flies. It flies by a little too Punching fast. Punching keys and signing checks, <laughs> shuffling papers, drinking beer. Speaking of beer, yeah, we've got. Uh, uh, if you tuned into episode forty-five last month, we interviewed um, the legendary John Harris, um, owner and brewmaster at Ecliptic Brewing, and uh, he sent us a couple <clears throat> new beers. One of which is the one he was drinking. Oh, this is what he was drinking. Yep. Oh, cool. Vega IPA series, uh, a fruit bowl of New Zealand hops, NZH one zero seven. I have to like get it close to my eyes now. It is Bacau and Doctor Rowdy Rudy, six and a half ABV. What is this one uh, in the iter? Is it Vega eleven? Right, I think uh, it says on the sticker. Oh yeah, number eleven. Yep. They used to print it on the bottom of the cans, but he was saying in the interview that no one knew to look. So they yeah. did the little stickers. It, well, I, that's where I looked was the bottom of the can. Um, experimental IPA series. Vega is an experimental hop playground for our curious and creative brewers to continuously source new and unique hops exploring boundaries of the IPA style. The result is a fresh and distinctly different IPA with each new release. And the, yeah, mm. it, actually, on the can, it still says batch number of this Vega IPA rotation is printed on the bottom of the can. And what what is the ABV on this bad boy? What did I say? Six and a half. Coming in at uh, a nice fruit bowl, though. That sounds refreshing. Yeah, it does. sounds delicious. Crack it. Summary. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. John, we appreciate it. <laughs> Vega number 11. This is probably the at least the fifth or sixth Vega we've had. Um, I think he said the first few were pub exclusives, exclusives, and then they started canning it somewhere in the five, six range, and we've been fortunate to try most, and they've all been fantastic. Oh, Dif- yeah. They're all they've different, too, which I like. It's not like 
we're just going to do a hazy IPA and then just like change the flavors around, you know, like, oh, this one's got grapefruit and then th- this one's got orange peel or mm-hmm. what, like it's an actually completely different beer each time. Yeah, they um, they mix it up, which is which is great. I mean, <clears throat> on this one, I think, yeah, I think you said like every single time we've gotten one of these things, it's I been grab a paper towel, I, a little drippage, a little, little, dri- little drippage on the uh, pub 3NA uh, table. But yeah, sometimes it's like a hazy IPA Vega is, and then other times we've had it, it's been more of like a two-hearted style where it's a little bit like less hazy but kind of more malty. Um, and we'll we'll try what this one is. Yeah. So cheers, cheers to John Harris, Colette Becker, episode and the rest 46. of the Ecliptic team. Yeah. Episode forty-six. Cheers, cheers, boys. Sorry, cheers. late Let's to late to the party. Mmm. Ooh. Yeah. Yes, John. Yeah, that's really good. Thank you, John. It's, it's really refreshing. Super refreshing and very light for the ABV. Like that yeah. tastes like it should be um, much less, and that's a good mm-hmm. thing. Like we said with a lot of these hazies, they get to be a bit much on your palate. Yeah, as you, like as, if you're drinking like a 16 ounce of it, mm-hmm. by the time you get to the end, you're kind of it's chewy. Yeah, uh, this is this is much cleaner. I feel like finish. yeah, a little mm-hmm. a little hazy visually. Um, so I think it, maybe they classify it as that, but it is very drinkable, as are most ecliptic beers. Good summer beer. They have um, one of the best top to bottom, I think, beer selections. I mean, whether it's their ultra, you know, bourbon barrel aged stout or their, you know, lager, or we had that Kolsch that one time David and I did the yeah. first time that we interviewed John. They're all amazing. Like, yeah, they're just pure. They've good, got it. It was down. good talking with him. It was great talking. Yeah, him. I uh, felt like he had a good time with us. Absolutely. Yeah, it was great um, getting to chat with him again, and um, appreciate uh, Colette Becker for setting that up for us, and uh, just their their partnership with us has been awesome. I mean, we we say that so many times, but I really think it's a mutual thing for for them and us. Yeah, um, and yeah. and we've got another crew member on the. Uh, Eclipse bus for 2024. Yeah. He's, he's, yep. He said, yep. send him his ping. He's going to be there. Yep. He's he'll be there. Meet us uh, in Texas, he said. So. Yeah, which is going to be um, amazing. Like that, the, the day is already going to be uh, one of the best days ever. And then it's going to be uh, even better with him there. It's That would just, I, I'd foresee it being a really fun time with him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from the sounds of it, it's going to be wherever we end up going because if it, you know obviously you got to be pretty fluid with that whole situation <coughs> Real so if fluid. we if we uh, bail on texas i'm sure he'll meet us where we uh, end up landing we'll send the uh, eclipse on tap jet just pick him up yeah yeah yeah, yeah the, the, you know just the jet the branded jet yeah <laughs> yeah that we take to you know work and <laughs> wherever races. we're heading you know yeah bike races gratton Gra- yeah we you could land i mean it used to be a runway yeah. out there i'm pretty sure no, no, that's not that's not true. <laughs> Actually, well, I, I think it was a drag no, strip. Yeah, it started off as a drag yeah, strip. But yeah. could land you a plan could on a drag definitely, strip. yeah. Back in 1925, e. you imagine like running out of ground and you you get to the hill at the end of the straightaway there in a plane. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you ain't making that turn because that straightaway was what three quarters of a mile. I think so. Or ish, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. You better have good brakes. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if we uh, flew a helicopter to Grattan and landed in the grass parking lot? <laughs> it's been done. Has it? Yeah. DeVos, there's, there was a couple times, 
don't know if you remember this a few years uh, a few years ago it was probably 12 15 years ago where we would get out there and there was a helicopter sitting in the infield and uh, DeVos had bought one of the new GT40s. Oh, the and he was test port, driving it? The uh, Fords, rather. Mm-hmm. And so he just ran out the track for a couple hours and go wow. rip around in his GT40 and then get back in his chopper and head home. And then fly home the 10-minute ride. Yeah. He should just have his own track or something like that. Yeah, I'm you know, sure he could afford it. I would think with the number of yachts and uh, houses, you could have, you could just pave your own racetrack. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Without yeah. a second thought. Yeah, like a drop in the bucket. I mean, because Grattan is for <laughs> sale right now for like... what? It's been for sale for like 30 years. Yeah, but I, they have... I it's, it's like three, three, three and a half. Yeah, it was like six million and now it's like three million. So that would be Which like honestly, a, for the amount of property they own, take the track or leave it. I mean, it, yeah, it's Grattan, so it's it's not like it's like a booming town that you want to develop that area, but yeah, we that's, do. that's not a crazy... <laughs> setting up our houses in the infield. That's not <laughs> yeah. a crazy number given the amount of acreage. No, and I mean, with the track there, I mean, that is, a, I would consider that as an asset given the... Um, oh, they, yeah, they make money on that. Yeah, the car commercials that they and film the, there. And the um, dirt bikes, that's a big draw. Oh, yeah, big time. I was talking to a buddy of mine at work who races dirt bikes, and he was very familiar with that track. Uh, when I said Grattan, I was like, yeah, I ride out at Grattan. He was like, Oh shit! No, I I feel like I I must have seen you before. I'm like, well, are we talking about the same bike? Yeah. And then it, he didn't catch on. I, I like I was like, no, like like cycling, and he you must, know he clips on tap that that big cycling <laughs> team everybody's talking yeah. about. He must not have heard me We're though because he, he's like, so what do you wear for like footwear then? Like do you wear he's like do you wear boots? You know like the Alpine yeah. stars like dirt bike. I'm like no, <laughs> like <laughs> a bike bikes. like like a pedal bike non motorized. <laughs> it took him a second. Yeah, but uh, he got there. No, it, it would be an interesting buy for sure. Whoever ends up uh, investing in that, I think, has a good... I, I think it should be us. Yeah. If crypto goes up high enough. Yeah, or the <laughs> Mega Millions or something. Yeah. 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 That would be Boy fun. can dream. That would, that would be a cool... Kind of like what you said, you'd buy a complex or whatever. I mean, yeah. you could tear down that property in the middle and like rebuild a sweet spot. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Nice pagoda, just like Indianapolis. We could put a brick, a yeah. yard of bricks in there. You could turn that, like, my dream if I ever... Uh, this is nothing to do with space or... Oh, well, it has to do with beer, but... That's fine. And the, and <laughs> e- this is and still the, the podcast, intro. Yeah. We're still you know? intro. My, my dream is to have a place like that that you own. And so you've got, like, the, the track out there so you can, you know, cars, motorcycles, go-karts, whatever, bikes, and then have, like, a mountain bike trail that goes all around through there. And then, like... Uh, offshoots of the track you do like cobble sections so you could change it every week even in cars it'd be it'd be cool because you could like have like the you know some pave covers yeah 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 you could make that you could make Grattan so much better like i like i mean it's it's nice the way it is now but if you had like just a shit ton of money to put into it you could do like legit curbs and all Mm. that kind of stuff and you know do some sand traps that yeah. way people crash on their bike, they fall in sand. Yeah. <laughs> be kind of cool. Yeah. And, uh, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All you cross, all you cross riders out there. Oh yeah. You could, you could have a hell of a cross race out there. Yeah. You Zach could. And I would in the infield it. probably yeah. somewhere or yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that would be awesome. And there, it's a great spot. And speaking of Grattan, um, a quick update to the Eclipse on tap 2021 campaign, um, out at the tour of Grattan. 
we did have a weekly winner in co-host David. Um, that Ooh, was that's I don't right, believe, bitches. Don't believe we announced that back in the June episode because it occurred <laughs> shortly thereafter. Start talking shit. We won one out of like thirteen. <laughs> that's okay. Hey, the the month of August is upon us, and you, we're gonna peak. I was actually seriously concerned we weren't gonna win any, but you know, yeah, we got we got one out of the way in June. Now we're kind of in a uh, bit of a lull. Yeah, Need well, to, we've been active. It just has been yeah. uh, no, we haven't quite got the the second win. That's bike yeah. racing, you know. Half of it's you know. It's a mental game, especially in a long stage race like this. You just have to be in the game. You do. You, know? yeah. you have to. It's it's uh, it, you have to just mark the right moves, and you know maybe you'll you'll get your chance. Maybe you don't. But I think I've won the overall there. I know I've won it once, maybe twice. But I remember the one year that I was like, that I realized I was in contention to win it. It got to be like August, and every time I'd go out there, I'm like. Uh, I gotta like try. really focus and try again. Yeah. It was it was taxing. Like mentally, you were just like nah. Like there's some nights where you just want to cruise and for sure, absolutely. If you're yeah. maybe you had a long day, you're feeling a little under the weather or something, and you're just like ah, I'm, I'll go out there and kind of ride the the field. Yeah. But uh, no, that was cool. Um, David got to don the weekly winner's jersey. The custom. The custom Eclipse yep. on Tap, which edition. Brian shouted out at the beginning. That was kind of cool. He did. We got some good. Uh, that was a good sound bite. Well, he's uh, the director he's been of sportive. Yeah, he is. He's been repping the t-shirt out there quite... Almost every week, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, I'd yeah. say pretty regularly. Yeah, he has uh, become our director sportif in a way. And um, fun. it's just been fun. It has been a, a very fun year out there um, where we've just... I don't know. I feel like we, we've had, we have a good squad and we've been active in the race and stuff. We're definitely like the most, I would say that one of the more active teams and then we just have the most fun after. So there's no question yeah. about that. No one has fun after that's, I mean, and I, I half the time I don't feel like people are having fun during the, <laughs> during I know the they're just, it's just like a, but it's such a weird thing. Like people take, yeah. some people take it a little too seriously and like we've always said, I mean, it's a fun place to just go try attacking or like you don't have, it doesn't have, I mean, some of it you can be calculated, but some of it's just like, I I feel like I maybe have good legs. Like I'll give it a go. It doesn't have to be this whole big deal. And people make it that, make it out to that at at times. They make it out to be a little bit more serious. It's going to be that beer league baseball fight. Yeah, that's true. That's basically what this is. Beer league for bike racing. It is. But I thought of this the other day and I actually kind of chuckled to myself um, you know, Grattan, how many weeks is Grattan? 16. So 16 weeks. Longest stage race. Or maybe race. 15 because he, th- we take that week of the fourth off. I think it's still okay. 16. Is it? Though. Yeah. Okay. 16 right. So anyway, 16 stages. Mm-hmm. Called a stage race. Yep. Longest stage race in the U.S. Yep. Shortest distance of any race <laughs> over the all 16 races. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, that it's, we, what, what do we get, like 40 miles in, in a night? But maybe, 40, yeah. 40. Yeah. One night, the... One night we did what twenty six laps, that was uh, summer solstice. Yeah. That was yeah, that was a tough one. Oh man, yeah, it but was warm out too. It's very warm, but uh, yeah, it's it's fun. It's been fun to do a full season too because last year with everything that was going on, uh, it it only just started after the Fourth of July. So we were in like week three right now, or week two even. Yeah, or three. That's right. Yeah. I forgot that we didn't start till July. Yeah, so we were just getting our feet wet with the 2020 season last year at this time. Oh um, man, that's it, a new perspective. Yeah, takes me like you know a month and a half to actually get legs. So by the time it was done, <laughs> then you were feeling good. Yeah. yeah, you've been in the break like the last 
month though. No, um, last week and the week before, I know I was not. Oh, I, was, I think you were it. you were in there. Yeah. You were in there because I, actually I have not been really in the break since I had the jersey. So it mm-hmm. must must be the curse of the jersey. <laughs> I'm thinking curse of the rainbow. Yeah, it's like the, uh, the NFL player that gets put <laughs> on the Madden cover. That's what we do next year. If you won. A, a stage of the tour of Grattan, you get an orange band on the end of your skin suit. <laughs> you get, no or, orange bands on both sleeves. Or, or I yeah. guess you'd have to, it'd be like the world championship. So you, like you'd have to win the overall and you get an orange band. Yeah. At the bottom that of that would be, that would be worth it. Yeah. That'd yeah. be funny. Yeah. <laughs> What's that orange band on just, just David. Oh, I won the overall like, at Grattan 2004. <laughs> and then, like any kit you buy from here on to the end of your life, you have to put orange bands on the end of the sleeves because you won the overall at grad. <laughs> this, oh my God, this is a brilliant idea. Yeah, it's easy, and too. it's a good tribute to Bryce too. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. A little streak of orange there on the yeah. kit. But yeah, so it's coming to a close. Well, not really, but the last third of the of the of the stage race is upon us, and it's just like the tour. Yeah. Last the third week. This is where the ma- the moves are made. This is where guys get tired mentally, physically. We're headed up into the headed into the Alps, boys. Except <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be there for two of them because oh, I, I won't be there next week. We're going on oh vacation. for next week, yeah, yeah. And then I won't be there the week we're at at the lake. I don't think unless uh, you guys I think say I'm going to commute go out. Are you? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then I have to. I'm going to. You know, I'm. I'm going for fourth overall this year. I was, uh, <laughs> I'm a little bit like last, my performance last night was a little bit soft. So I'm hoping I can, uh, you know, harden up a little bit for the, the last, whatever we got four to go. Yeah. Four to go. So I'm hoping I can. Shit, Iron Mike's going to beat me for the season and he's only been to like five <laughs> of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we, we, uh, I'm, there's no way I'm going to win obviously, but I could maybe a podium. I can go up. I, I'm going for the podium guys. So. I don't think I can hit that though. Because I'd have to win like three out of the four. Let's go. <laughs> but hey, it's possible. Or one of possible. us, any of us could. We just light it up. But the last week doesn't count anyway. So there's really only there's three active three, races. Yeah, yeah three to, to accrue points. So ninety yeah. points maximum. Because the last stage is the Champs Elysees. That's yeah, right. Champagne. We should do that. We should just get like a. <laughs> if, if we win, if we win one no, year, or even if we don't, just like at the end of the tour, like you know, the teams are all celebrating, like. Yeah. Hey, I think it, I think it would be. I, no, honestly, we would ha- we would have to win it in to order do the to pull that night. off. You know, this is something I was thinking about the other day because on my Facebook I had a, a memory pop up about um, when we were in, in Utah at that racetrack. We did the team time trial at Tour of Utah one year, and we had the day before the race we did like a photo shoot there. We should do get somebody's car, like a pimped out car. We'll get I don't know Dad's the nine eleven. We'll get that up and running. Put a Eclipse on tap, like sticker, or we can. He we won't can, mind. No, no, we'll we'll make it look like we'll have him follow us or something like that, or, or whatever. We'll get somebody's car that has a bike rack. Yeah, and we'll have it follow us and do a photo shoot as like a a team like yeah. photo shoot out. I of know grad. what you're talking. Yeah, so we could get there like I don't know half hour early. Give me a glass. That'd be kind of fun. That would be a lot you of know. fun. It'd be hilarious too. Post it on the Instagram. Yeah, we just did like a. That's a, like I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, oh shit! I remember that we did that. We did like a team TT photo shoot out there. We should do that same thing out yeah, at Grattan. We, we should. Could. Brian would take Except it from his not TTing. We should just have just some in a group. Like yeah, a, just we should, like maybe like a flying V at yeah. like 15 miles an hour. Yeah. Well, we'll find somebody that has like this like rusted out like Honda Civic <laughs> with a bike rack on top and have them follow us. 
sponsored by 1986 Honda Civic. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, Gradden is always the, uh, a fun highlight of the week in the summertime. So we'll be looking forward to entering the, uh, the figurative Alps of the, of the tour. It'll be good. That we could we could get if if we went through with that plan that you guys were talking about we could get some friends out there to do some funny stuff too. Mm-hmm. I'm, th- I'm thinking like Ebers on a tractor, <laughs> like in the background, <laughs> yeah, just in the background of the piece of straw in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, we, do there's it. friends of the pod. We, we get Rob to do the uh, photography. Yeah, and yeah, he could take the I'm photo. Sure he could run yeah. a video camera. Yeah, and then. Uh, yeah, just like have other like random people placed in the yeah. in the background like, yeah. <laughs> doing stupid shit. <laughs> oh, and if you're a friend of the podcast, put your applications in now. We might let you look like you're getting dropped by us or something in some of the photos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talking um, to you, even Cosby. though I even though we're yeah, Kuiper, you hear yeah. me? <laughs> yeah. But uh obviously one of the big highlights too kind of transitioning it to um I mean, a little bit full circle with Ecliptic because they're on the kit, but it's been um, really fun to to rock the new Warney out there. And, you know, I don't know. It's fun to have people like ask about it. There's a couple people that have asked, you know, what is that or yeah. tell me. Yeah, and it's that that is like the whole point of it for, well, for us, obviously more than like as far as wearing that type of kit out there. It's just to kind of spread the word. Right. And it's it works. Oh, yeah. Did you see Gary's socks this week? I did. They were so yeah. The prototype EOT socks. Yeah. yeah. Those are cool because they have... Gary's the owner of Vi13, sorry. Well, they have the logo <laughs> on the back of those ones, too. Mm-hmm. I saw. Yeah. 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 I like that, like, two stripes he did at the top of his. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like he had an old-school athletic sock or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he must have, like, had that sock already printed, and then he, like, re-ran it through. Yeah. And, but it looked cool, like, the way yeah. it meshed up like that. It was uh, neat to see. So, yeah, we've... Uh, definitely built some friends of the podcast i think out there maybe maybe people that listen we were talking to one of the new eclipse on tap cycling team members jeremy uh jeremy saul and he was telling us last night that he's listened to every single episode yeah he so (laughs) jeremy we love you we love you jeremy but he literally like he joined eclipse on tap in june yeah the first few weeks he was just kind of out there on his own loading we know him through know him through ben and jordan diekma who are both part of Eclipse on Tap Cycling. But we were like, oh, you know, just got talking to him. I mean, he hangs out and, with us while we drink beer afterwards and brings beer, so mm-hmm. I mean, it's That's, a no-lose no situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, like, so it, it's been, like, what, a month and a half that – that he's, he's been, known us. That yeah. he's known yeah. us. He's been part of the team and everything, and he's yeah. listened to every episode. Yeah, that's impressive. He, that's a lot of cheers hours. Cheers to you, Jeremy. Well, that's I feel commitment. Like, I feel like it was the like week after he brought beer the first time. We're like, signed, signed, yeah. give him a kit. Get, yeah. him, get him in here. <laughs> yep. No, but if you think about it, every episode is at least an hour and a half. Yeah. And there's yeah. 46 of them now after this. But he, he said he's on the road a lot, so that is a lot. Of, that's that's like boring. a full week of listening to like <laughs> Jeremy. There's much better, much 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 better programming you can tune into on the road. Ours but but we appreciate it. We love. We you. thank you for tuning into. Eclipse no, absolutely, yeah. And you're an awesome guy. So thanks for uh, wearing the kit. He he's one of like that's the thing is it's it's refreshing to meet a, a really good dude every once in a while that yeah. is a also rides bikes because most of the guys out there sometimes you just don't know yeah sometimes yeah. you don't know so it's uh and he has a good background he's a background in swimming too yeah so 
legit athlete. So very, at, very uh, good swimmer. Yeah. At Matt's favorite school, OSU. Oh, oh yeah? yeah. Yeah. So I won. Uh, I haven't talked to him about that. That's a, when when I asked Dikema about him. So we vetted him a little bit. I asked Dikema about him, <laughs> and Dikema was like, "Oh yeah, you know, we swam together in high school. Dikema was a stud, and went on to swim at Harvard. And then he's like, "Yeah, this guy went on to swim at Ohio State." You're like, "All right, you're a Big Ten swimmer. If Dikema can can convert it to cycling, then we've got hope in him." Oh yeah, big time. He's a fantastic athlete. Um, so big, big shout out to Jeremy. We're putting you on blast right now. Shout out. Hope you're, no, I hope you're blushing right now, Jeremy. <laughs> We're talking about you. You've been broadcast well, to the world. Another funny story about him. I told you guys last night at, at Gratton was that I'm driving to Chicago last weekend to visit my brother-in-law. All of a sudden going down 94, like by Gary, Indiana, I see a bike rack with a bike like his car is similar <laughs> We get up next to him. I just roll down the window, start waving. He's like, "Who the hell is waving at me?" And then he, then he finally recognized me or whatever. It was kind of funny. Though. That's a random, like, small, so random, yeah. like in a big city commute or whatever. Just ran into him. Yeah, small world. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's been a, a fun addition to the squad. So uh, cheers to him. And um, and he's been bringing beers from Saugatuck Brewing. Yes, yeah, exactly. I was going right. to say yeah, Saugatuck. So man, fantastic. Cheers to uh, cheers to him. Yes. We're, we're, we're like yes, the uh, I don't know what do you want to call us out there we're like uh, what's a good biker gang name <laughs> yeah what, what was that uh, HBO series Sons of sons Anarchy of, yeah Sons of Anarchy that's us yeah <laughs> Sons of Anarchy John it could be like the Black Angels yeah <laughs> but that's the thing is like, like that's all that's our kids black it's all done too, like in good, fun, in good competitive fun. Yeah, and, and that's what's fun about Grattan is like you can, you can do that kind of stuff and just experiment with it and not feel like you're, you know, messing up a situation. Right. It's learning. Yeah, you you just turn to the guy and say, "I'm just learning." Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm <actually> new. <laughs> <laughs> I'm catching on. No, yeah. it's uh, it's a good time. Yeah. Well. As far as space is concerned, mm-hmm. this has been a lot that's o- gone on. Occasionally, stuff happens, and we had one good month of uh, just kind of a almost a, a pop up of occurrences here mm-hmm. that just just occurred. So definitely, there's Bezos, f- Branson, yeah, yeah, and uh, Elon. N- no notable launches other than I think a couple Falcon Nines. It's funny to say that because like not even barely ten years ago, that like one of those launches was you know, once in a blue moon and worth watching. And now the Falcon nines go up like every other freaking day. Yeah. Um, but Elon, uh, has kind of released more and more and we've seen more photos of the booster of starship, which has been insane to see in its, um, you know, rough draft form, but still looking very finalized and, and it's massive. It's just so huge. I, I, I can't even like fathom how big it's going to be. It's insane. Yeah, it's it's going to be the it's just about the size of the Saturn V, a little tiny bit shorter, yeah. but like by like a couple of feet. So yeah. and that's with that like needle nose, that right? They have yeah, the yeah. That's with the tower at the, yeah. the top of the. I mean, it, I think the actual without the tower, it's almost identical. Yeah, the actual height. like yeah, definitely the propulsion system is similar in in size in height. It's much skinnier. The Starship is. That that's a crazy. I mean, seeing a Saturn V launch would have been nuts because that thing is just thick, like just mm-hmm. a massive piece of machinery. Um, the Starship a little more sleek and efficient looking, but 
Yeah, it, I mean, seeing the photos of it in the, uh, the staging building where they kind of put it all together, and then they had it on the crawler, they were figuring out, I think they're doing all that testing right now, like, all right, before we launch this thing or test it, let's figure out how we're gonna get it to the pad. How, what's the best way for us to do that? Is it via a crawler? Is it like laying it down on, tr who knows? They're working on that, and so there hasn't been any like real indication of the launch yet for that, but it getting, you know, it's getting close. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, the big news though is Bezos with uh, Blue Origin is his, um, his uh, space company. And they had a really, really interesting rocket for a while uh, called the John Glenn. And maybe it's still in. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. It, maybe it's still in production, but it looked like really legit. And it had similarities to Starship in size and apparent capabilities. And then I think, I don't know if this one was also called John Glenn or what it was called, but it uh, was an effective rocket. It got them up into suborbit just fine and then the rocket itself landed and they um, kind of cascaded down in the capsule with parachutes but it looked a lot different than the renders i saw looked like a penis it looked like yeah. a phallus <laughs> it, it was very folks it looked like a penis <laughs> it's <laughs> it was odd looking um and it just has that one main booster so it just yeah. it doesn't have like a big like flume it's just like <laughs> it's a flying so, mushroom yeah my my thing is um because with the the whole Richard Branson going up deal and yeah. Bezos, it was a it was a it, it almost was like a competition for like commercial flight. Mm -hmm. But some people were criticizing the I guess the you know height at which they were gonna be going up, saying that okay you're not really in space and all right. that kind of stuff. So yeah, it wasn't Neil deGrasse of, I think wasn't one of them like actually higher than the other though as far as the. You know, I thought they were pretty goes, close. Or they're, they're pretty. They're pretty both kind of like suborbital. Like you, yeah, you you're yeah. definitely zero g. You know, you're definitely in getting into the darkness of space. You're seeing the spherical nature of the Earth, but you're not you're in not, orbit. Yeah, and um, they're similar. Like the the Virgin Galactic one has that kind of plane looking thing that want get gets it up and then it launches off the plane, which is pretty badass actually. I <laughs> yeah. think that thing's it's it impressive looks, to watch. It looks like it. The plane just kind of drops it. it. Looks like it's dropping a bomb, and then it just ignites yeah it's, they, it's so cool to see yeah. like so that was um i think we were saying that like maybe second or third time they've launched it but the first time with um more of a space tourism mm -hmm. um, kind of vibe to it before it was more testing and then the similar side or similar suborbital launch for blue origin with jeff bezos aboard and his brother and i don't know who the, there was like that old guy and then a young real young guy like 18 year old um they were all in the capsule the one thing that was interesting too is, I mean, maybe it was just for safety purposes. They they trust the parachutes of the capsule. They're like, yep, we're just going to use that because it's a tried and true method. Mm -hmm. But I I would have thought maybe <laughs> that kind of like the Falcon Nine, where it's like kind of lands itself in a way. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but uh, maybe they didn't you know have time to test that, or mm -hmm. like maybe that wasn't part of the the plan for the. Could have been just part of the original design too. That that's the method. They're just going to yeah. go with the old school. Um, return method but I thought it was interesting too it didn't land in the water it just like thumped yeah. onto the sand like I mean th those pa <clears throat> parachutes deployed perfectly it came down at the velocity they expected it to but like sh that was yeah, a thud in the yeah, sand it's st still gonna leave a mark oh big time yeah. like that was that looked aggressive but I mean even when it hits the water too I mean yeah. holy cow but 
Yeah. I mean, he clearly didn't mind based no. on the interview <laughs> afterwards. So he's all about so going back creepy. up there again. He's <laughs> an, an odd individual. I mean, you know, in many ways, like not just this, but comes back down. He had this, this different like sense about him. Like beforehand, you know, he was his typical kind of like corporate self. And then he gets off this rocket and like throws a cowboy hat on. And then like, he's got this totally different vibe. Yeah. And they, they ask that, that perfect sound clip. It's like one of the best. Um, the interviewer is looking so confused when he asks like, Hey, or, you know, did, did this launch this experience want you to, to push further into the cosmos to really, really, you know, throw at, throw a lot at this project. And yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Just so weird. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking it up. Yeah. And, uh, there was that other clip of them asking his brother, I think his name's Mark Bezos. They mm-hmm. look like they could be twins. Oh, really? Maybe, I don't even, I don't think they are, but they're both bald and they look the same, but he was trying to describe what it was like in zero G or like the G forces coming back. And he did this like weird thing with his face. Like <laughs> it was like, <laughs> yeah. moment motivates you to push deeper into the cosmos. Hell yes. <laughs> Let <laughs> me play Dr. Evil. <laughs> it's so perfect. I think his initial laugh is just like a goofy laugh, but then how it lingers on. Yeah, it's it just like, gets awkward. It's just long, and it's like real, uh, just like that. It's the compare, and then in of course Austin Powers, Dr. Evil launches out of a volcano in a very phallic shaped rocket as well. So yeah. it just, the, it's uncanny. Yeah. Um, and that's what really kind of made it funny. And that was news that absolutely crept further than what normal space news would. Yeah. Like everybody, I mean, it was on like TikTok and memes and shit. Like well, I that's mean, where I found it. It was like YouTube. Yeah. It's like a TikTok that somebody posted Which, on YouTube. I mean, one upside is that it got more eyes on yeah. what's going on right now in the, in the space world. So that's always good. People kind of, getting caught up with where we are but just such an odd situation <laughs> yeah be, it'd be funny if he had the same space suit as dr evil he pushes the button to talk he's like <laughs> i didn't freaking care <laughs> <laughs> oh, going man. back to the topic you were talking about like how far out into i guess space or yeah space or orbit they were um neil degrasse Ta- tyson did a comparison so like if you took a classroom globe and just stacked two pennies on it that's how high they were right in the scheme yeah yeah and then like what do you say like an inch out is the iss Mm -hmm. and then i think it was like three and a half meters was the moon yeah like a little over a yard sticks worth of that for the moon just in scale yeah Yeah. so yeah i mean yeah like you said they're in space they can see the the shape of earth but Mm -hmm. My weather balloon went higher than it. I mean, yeah, yeah. did it really? <laughs> oh yeah, that thing, that thing goes up, up, up there. I think they Space were they eight, they were eight miles above the surface, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. This the weather balloon goes like twenty. What's also crazy to think about that is as high above Earth as they were, mm-hmm. the deepest point of the ocean I think is seven miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, just watching that thing propel up that all that altitude and you're thinking, wait, you can go down that far? Yeah. It's That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. I didn't know it. Seven miles down. Yeah. yeah. Like the Marianas Trench and all that. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, 
it's pretty wild. The ocean in general, like the unexplored territory there is just insane to think about. It's where all the aliens are. Yeah. The Tic Tacs. You go. see some of the stuff down there and the way that it's, you know, kind of, uh, uh, what do they call it? The inflorescence where it's like the bacteria in their gut that yeah. makes their, like, it looks yeah. like a rainbow kind of. Because no sunlight gets down there. Yeah. It's just like, there's like a black squid looking thing down there. And it's like the way it's gills or like little tentacles at the front move is it has this inflorescence of bacteria that pulsates to give this, you know, luring look to those fish down there and it eats them. But every, it's like a rainbow. It's not just like a white pulsating thing. So it's all black, like matte black squid. And then just like these rainbow gills. It's so crazy. insane. Mm. Like, yeah. Um, and then you're like, and that's people, probably alien. The Tic Tacs launch down there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to hide on earth, where would you go? Yep. You would go to there <laughs> to the ocean. Yeah. It's it's pretty cool, yeah. So, um, but yeah. But th- speaking of going back up, they uh, yeah, wildly impressive feat nonetheless. Definitely a weirdly fast jump into the space tourism like realm. I mean, people have talked about that for a, Elon's talked about it for a long time. It's been talked about since the seventies. You know, there's those well, old was, school shuttle was supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, like the those like old school photos of like the first ideas for like a space station. You know, you see like the different designs that like were legitimately proposed and like many of them um, seemed like they had this futuristic like, oh, like people are going to live thing. over there. People yeah. live on it. And um, yeah, going, yeah, it's going um, on vacation to the space station for two weeks. Yeah, or yeah so exactly. So space tourism has been talked about for a very long time and um, more realistically lately. But um, suddenly a real quick jump when, you know, the CEO of a company and some other civilians and then it just, yeah suddenly it's like wow this is coming quick pretty quickly um for those that have the i just wonder where it goes from here you know do they they continue doing those types of flights or is it going to be another year before we see another one out of those two organizations yeah i could see that um i think that the virgin galactic one is definitely much further along in terms of like actually sending people like random people that want to pay up because and that's what it's designed for that thing is not designed to really go into orbit at all. No, no. I mean, it goes no up. It's, it's like a super high altitude jet. Basically. It's almost like <laughs> what they flew what like Neil Armstrong flew. Yeah. A, you know, before yeah. the Apollo missions, like when they would go way up in there. Like, and really it's, it's interesting. Cause it, I think that, I mean, if you're, if you're going for that, that's a, like a good idea. I mean, like, it's it's probably far cheaper. The little thing that takes it up is obviously clearly re- all of it's reusable, but it, it doesn't have to waste all that fuel getting to the right. very last second. You don't have to thump in the sand with parachutes to yeah. to land. You know. Yeah. So catch up, Bezos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I can't like the the cost effectiveness of for space tourism, like for people that just want to go up and see the edge of the Earth, like yeah. launching a rocket is not cost effective. No. Um, if you're trying to get up to the ISS or some future space station that does host people like, or people have condos on it, <laughs> who knows? Watch, the next one that Bezos takes up is actually shaped like Dr. Evil's rocket. <laughs> yeah. Iteration two. Looks like a giant Johnson. <laughs> and then he goes flying out in a, in that big boy. You, remember, you know how he did that yeah. in the movie? It's like an Amazon prime yeah. box. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> that comes oh. out of the tip of it. Yeah. <laughs> It's the prime box. And he just off in the distance. And then it ends, like the broadcast ends, just fades out to an Amazon commercial. Yeah. That was one of his biggest uh, uh, criticisms too, is when he got back, the first thing he um, thanked was the Amazon customers 
and then yeah. the Amazon employees and uh, he said something Thanks along the lines of trip. for my trip. Yeah, 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 he said that, and um, everyone knows it, obviously, but it's like kind of just rude to say that. Yeah, <laughs> especially when the Amazon employees, you hear people are pissing in bottles and stuff because they're not given proper breaks and all this. <laughs> He's just like, and then he laughed about the fact that he wanted to go back there. Yeah, 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 and then he said something like, "So keep buying Amazon," yeah. like yeah. something stupid like that. It's just, dude, you're a little out of touch. Yeah, he's shortly going to become a trillionaire. Like, like you don't you don't need to be saying that. Like, it just it doesn't quite make sense. I'm surprised you did that. I mean, I yeah. don't know. He seemed and a he, little excited. So he seems to be doing it for like self fulfilling reasons, not not reasons like Elon, where it's like let's go discover. It's like oh, I want to be in that club too. Yeah. You know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, look at the yacht yeah. he has. That yeah. Things insane. It looks like an island. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's he's an odd individual. There's a lot of reasons not to like him. I mean, he just the way he runs Amazon is insane. Like what he's able to do with yeah. like income tax and stuff. A lot of people were uh, like on social media and everything like that. Even like on, on the post about the launch and all that were pretty much like hoping he didn't come back. <laughs> There's a lot of negative comments on there. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people don't like him. He does kind of play that villainous role. Um, this like ha- not hapless. Um, it's not like he like knows that he's the maybe he does I don't know he plays this character as if he's like just a normal corporate CEO type guy yeah and then in the re- in reality you're like mm, yeah this guy does some, some shit some kind of nefarious like that yeah yeah definitely <clears throat> but yeah. uh, my bottle's dry yeah mine, mine is too mine is as well that uh, ecliptic Vega number eleven was fantastic we have another ecliptic beer for the uh, second half I think it's a pills. That sounds good. Give me the pills. The pills. <laughs> Tim Reynolds. Um, but yeah, the pills will be really good, re- refreshing in the second half. So we'll be back with you in a few. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome back from the break. Episode 46. Mm, mm. Well, that was a nice crack. The Pixis I'm good Pilsner. at that, aren't I? Pixis Pilsner from Ecliptic Brewing. Read off that uh, label. All right, folks. We have a limited release upon us. And I'm trying to find where the description... Okay. Noble Hops complement this balanced Pilsner. It's a Pilsner. Very good. Very crisp. Finishing crisp and refreshing, like I said, Pixis is our spin on the, this classic German-style lager. So, have we had this before? No, this oh, is brand no. new. This yeah. is we've um, had a, a pilsner or a lager from them. I remember, and we're sitting. Yeah, at this five point five percent. It's a good. It's a decent one. It's yeah. a good pils. This mm. had just uh, yeah. Cheers. Well, cheers, and then I want to talk about this beer for a second. Cheers. Thank you, Ecliptic. Very good. 
Ooh, I it like very that a crisp. lot. Very crisp and just refreshing. what I needed. It's like a German, yeah, just a pure I beer. I, I didn't need anything heavy. No, um, just very pure in flavor. But this is actually the one when John Harris was on last episode. That was, I think, it had just come out. Like they'd released Vega Eleven. And yeah, we talked to him about it, and they chipped yeah. it, and, we, and he actually was drinking Vega Eleven. And then we got, we that's obviously the one we tried on the first half. And then he was like, kind of shouting this one out, like, "Hey, this yeah. one, we just finished it up." Um, and then Colette sent, sent it shortly thereafter, and it hit the Thank you, I, I feel like the first it, run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like it hit their media like a day or two after we recorded. Yeah, it, they were waiting to break the news to Eclipse on Tap. Pretty much. I don't blame them. Breaking a, it, news. It was a strategic release. They, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll let Eclipse on Tap kind of do the soft opening. Yeah. And then we'll hit it with the Instagram. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll get this We'll get this something, launched on the podcast. Something tells me it wasn't that planned, but I'm. we're going to take credit for it. <laughs> Eclipse on Tap presented by Ecliptic. They actually like look at us as like a major piece of marketing. <laughs> well, Can I'm, you imagine? What, hey, you Your never know. Your go-to beer source. <laughs> It'd be cool. Who knows? Maybe they do. I have no idea. Now, John, can we get some placement on the uh, t-shirts and the uh, swag you got in your shop? The swag. We'll do a little. Uh, <laughs> we'll do a little. Uh, if if they ever did a beer with our logo on it, oh my god! I actually, yeah, that that is a dream, like an actual dream of mine, is to do a collaboration brew, um, kind of like what they do for Cosmic Collab, where they yeah. like, but it would be with us. And have our logo on it. I oh would, man! Just like that, instead of the Bell's logo or the Russian River logo, it'd be Ecliptic Plus. I would. Right. I would like. Yeah. I mean, so it just they would just be our three growing. heads as like the other, like the plus, and then it'd just be art, like a silhouette of our heads <laughs> in the background. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> what were you gonna say? You need to get back to to growing some hops so that we could send them to them to do our collab. Yeah. <laughs> fertilized by my dog yeah they'd I'm probably look at him and be like oh thanks we can use one eight, of these there's just aphids all over the place <laughs> they're jumping out i send it to him in a bushel basket in a, bo- a brown box just duct taped it by the time it gets there it's just all rotted out dry and dead <laughs> oh thank you <laughs> oh man no but it, i i don't know you, crazier things have happened i mean it's fun to think about <laughs> they throw it away and then they they'd actually brew a batch with their own hops and say yeah we used your hops it was yeah. so good <laughs> We're calling this one aphid pills because <laughs> there's little aphids floating in it. That's not that's not like sediment. That's just aphids. <laughs> well, be careful. Un- unfiltered. When, when you pour that in, don't be alarmed. The bottom, the aphids settle at the very bottom of the can. So oh, it's better to roll the can a little bit to get them mixed up. In the- <laughs> there's like larvae swimming around. It's organic. <laughs> You never know, though. I mean, doing a collab with anybody would be amazing. Like, any of the, the, the folks that we're friends with would be so cool. Um, we've always talked about that's one of the most fun things about the podcast is to just, yeah. I don't know. And, and the reason we mentioned the aphids, folks, is not because of the hops Ecliptic uses. It's because of the hops that I grew on my patio la- uh, two summers ago, or last summer. Lots of aphids. And uh, it was infested with uh, little tiny bugs all over the place and i didn't know until i actually harvest the hops and put them in a basket and kept them in my home <laughs> and then realized all the aphids like <laughs> what's all this dust coming from yeah why are they That's bouncing dust <laughs> yeah it almost, they almost look like you know like a lice mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah, yeah similar yeah 
They just and, and what's remember the, how the leaves were so sticky? Yeah, that's just their shit. <laughs> oh god! Because all they do and it's it's not grow like not unpure it's not hygienic. <laughs> yeah, well, it, I mean, it, all they're doing is shoving their face right into the stem or the stem of the leaf, sucking out all the the sugar from the phloem of the plant, and then it just goes right through them, and they poop out like a it's like sugar water. So oh. you would know you would know this, but. Had I just had we not harvest the hops and just let the plant just kind of like because it'll regenerate in the, the next spring, right? Yeah. Well, would they have just would the hops cones would have just dropped? The hops cones would have dropped like pine cones, kind okay. of, and you'd just rake them up. I might just do that. I might just plant some permanent ones. And just yeah, because the vine will stay. It's it's somewhat vine like in the way it grows, and then after many many years, it kind of turns a little bit woody almost, and it just continues to it grow like a grape wonder, wood. Yeah, I wonder what that would taste like as a beer because i guess i don't that's not what i think of as like a hop i think of like a vine Mm -hmm. but like if you let one mature that long yeah it'd be like the hops um, taste like would they be worse would they be better i don't know i think it'd be like wine where you have there's some like real you know heavy wine like merlots and stuff where it's like a really old vine yeah and the grapes that grow on that are like that actual plant is hundreds of years old yeah um and then or at least you know more than 50 in most cases and then the there's like different wines that are supposed to be a different flavor that are the first year they've produced grapes we should phone a friend and ask john john we should john i think I'm, i think i'll do that john. maybe john? next next spring i'll get galaxy hops yeah and have those out there and just and leave, just them, leave them yeah yeah and then yeah whether you harvest them or not um because all you have to do to keep the aphids off um what i learned after that experience was I looked it up. You just take like 5% soap and the rest water. I mean, it's just a, like a mild soapy water and you just spray it on the leaves um, and the plant in general. And it keeps the aphids from hmm. yeah, getting my, up in my there. My only thing is like, how how do I get that situated out there? Was my, my design the first time around was okay, but it was cool. because those vines just keep going. Yeah, they do. And so how do you contain it after a while? They'll like, grow six six inches a day sometimes and um are you serious mm -hmm. oh yeah holy cow like on a like a when when the weather is because plants grow and like a lot of them with this indeterminate growth like it would just keep going if it if it could they grow on they call it a degree day in in like the science world you just take the time frame of a day and you take the scale of the temperature and you turn it into like one factor okay so for example the monarch larva that i studied they'll grow up a lot faster and turn into a, you know, a chrysalis way faster when it's like hot. Hmm. It just accelerates their metabolism. Same with some of these plants. They'll grow like when, on that perfect day, like maybe a day in June or July. It just rained the night before and it's like hot and humid. The next day it's like six inches. Wow. It's hmm. crazy. And it, I don't know. It's uh, a whole six inches, huh? Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, um, yes, Joan. I think yeah, you and then you wouldn't have to wait for the hops to fall off. Even you could harvest them, like just do the soapy water thing. That'd be cool. Dry them out. Yeah, could do that. You can build like little rigs where it's just a couple two by fours with a box fan like slotted inside, nailed together, and then you just put a screen over the box fan, lay all the hops out, and then you just turn the fan on. I that's what I hear is the easiest way to dry yeah. them. That or like uh, you know use them for like 
Hops, hops and salsa. <laughs> if it was and infested and you had that box fan going, <laughs> the aphids you're are just, just blowing aphids all over. <laughs> you know, I I invite you guys over for dinner and we'd have a starter salad. Like, and I, I'd just crush up the hops and put it in the salad. It'd just be. <laughs> David, did you put hops in this? Yeah, just didn't even wash them. I just you threw come them in around there. with the little here's your salad with the <laughs> aphid grinder. <laughs> Some who knows like aphid, sir? Is this a hops cone in my salad? Yes, it, you should eat it. It's I mean, very good. So when you think about the things that we consume for leisure, anything alcoholic. Some of the history of some of these things is so weird, like absinthe with the wormwood. Like, and yeah. they actually put the worm in the like. At some point, they real they was probably something similar where it was like, wait, the hops actually taste better when you, like, boil them with the aphids. <laughs> so let's just do it, and that it becomes a thing. Hops aphid stew. <laughs> it's part of the, the what is the finished product? The wort. Just, it's just yeah, the wort. water and hops. Get your wort here. <laughs> like maybe they they'd like uh, filter it out so it'd still be a clear beer, but it's got flavor from the aphids. Yeah. Who knows. Maybe it'd catch on. Aphids and all their sugar water shit. Yeah. It'd be a yeah. very sweet beer. <laughs> Tastes, would, sweet on the palate. <laughs> like like a sweet asshole. Can you imagine like brewing that and then taking it to like a local brewing contest where, you know, it's all the the home brewers. Like there's judges up there and they're like, you guys made this? <laughs> what are these things swimming in my beer? <laughs> <There's> a, <laughs> they taste it. Well, maybe it's a new trend. Oh, it's rather sweet. Get your out here. <laughs> they just look like little sperms. There's <laughs> yeah. that little floaters, you know? They'd, everyone drinks they'd, M43 they'd and it's develop, got sediment. They would develop like little tadpoles because they had to learn how to live in the beer. <laughs> so. they've, they've learned. They've adapted. Batch 18, they've adapted. <laughs> it's co-evolution. And in... <laughs> They have now understood, and evolution has propelled them. They have legs. So you're, t- you're telling me I'm drinking an insect? <laughs> yes, uh, you are, actually. That's right. That's why it comes with a toothpick. Batch 45. They're now walking out <laughs> of the can. You need to pluck them out of your teeth when you're done. <laughs> uh, aphids and beer. Who knows? Yeah. I'd like to bounce that question off of... Mr. John Harris. Would you put aphid silhouette on our kit next year? If you didn't, if you didn't know, if you didn't know what an aphid was, you'd you probably it'd be that actually would sound pretty appealing. You'd be like, oh, aphid hops. Oh. I wonder, is that like, <laughs> aphid is infested that like a, hops? Yeah, sounds like a delicacy. Yeah, you know, based on all the names, like even some of the names of the hops that they use nowadays, Mr. Rudy or Doctor Rudy or whatever the one. Yeah. they're all sorts of random names. Yeah. Galaxy hops. Oh, yeah, aphid hops. <laughs> Except it's like the eight, like the hops have like pretty much like a parasite or like head lice, but we're still using it and baking it with the head lice in it. <laughs> Who knows? It's like you know they brew that one uh, when we talked to what was his name, the guy from Tesla Roadster. Not no, not him. The other interview that we did with the uh, comic books. Um, Brady, no, L- Eli Burton. Oh yeah, Eli. Eli. But yeah, so that reminded me of like when Eli Burton, we interviewed him back on episode 16 or something. Um, he was the one that did the Tesla Roadster comic book series. Cool guy. Definitely check out that episode. But he's on, he, we were going to do that beer exchange with him. And he talked about um, 
we never did we should definitely do that um he had a beer he was going to send us that was um launched into the yeast or something was launched into space remember him saying us yeah. about that yeah and um they like this brewery like where hooked, was he out of california okay yeah but this brewery i guess was in oregon um and they launched the yeast into space, brought it back, brewed this beer, and they do it like a special edition one where they use the, a little bit of that yeast every year. So, like, each edition seems, like, more rare. And um, We could yeah, launch we the aphids into space. <laughs> there you go. And use That's one an aphid idea. that we launch into space per year. For, Frost th- for flavor. Frostbitten aphids. For flavor. For flavor. That'd be our signature. Eclipse on Tap Brewing. That hops wouldn't survive, I don't think. Do you think if we did Eclipse on Tap Brewing, we'd get a cease and desist from John? <laughs> <laughs> Too similar. Too similar, bro. Nah, he's cool. He's We're cool. cool with him. He'd send us a beer and then a cease and desist with the beer. <laughs> <laughs> I actually know the reason Come on, why. guys. I Seriously. <laughs> the reason why he would not is because he actually mentioned that. There's a beer he's, he said he's been brewing for years called Phobos. And um, a really good brewery on the east side of the state here, um, Jolly Pumpkin, just came out with a beer called Phobos. And uh, he remember he was talking yeah, about that? He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah well, it's cool. Like, yeah. He doesn't care about that. We've been doing Phobos yeah. for years. Yeah. That actually is a good beer, the Jolly Pumpkin one. Oh, yeah. The sour red ale. Yeah, I got that really, a couple weeks ago. That was really good. good. Um, that's a cool spot, too. Dexter, Michigan. Yeah. But um, the one they have here, too, is Okay. Yeah. yeah, got a location. They actually have a location in Chicago too. What was the, what did I drink last night with you guys that I liked? That um, oh the seltzer from uh, Transient. Transient, yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of. I was, oh, yeah, you let you let us try that one, right? Yeah, yeah. That was really good. It was. It was. It, they they have two of them. One's green, one's yellow. But yellow, what did it have in it? It had like pineapple, mango, ginger, mm-hmm. lime. Yeah, just there's a, good a couple mix. other things in it, but it was it was a really refreshing one. Yeah, and I think if it's similar to the seltzers that uh, Speciation does, they still like will like add hops to it and stuff yeah. in the process. That it's just not you know, brewed with like barley or malt or anything. It's right. just a seltzer. So the one at Speciation actually does taste kind of like a beer, but it's got a little lighter fl- like overall flavor, just like that one. Yeah, I was impressed with it. It was those for me are good at like the end of the night. You just, I don't know, you've had a few brews during the day and it's like, just need something like refreshing, cleanse your palate and yeah. Yeah. And it's so different from, I mean, the other, like the white claws and stuff, like I've had one before and it's not like they taste bad, but it's just like they, they have like their scene. Yeah. Um, this is different. It, it feels like it's like the uh, the craft or artisan version. Right. Um, yeah. It's it's tr- like yeah. trying to compare like Budweiser to you right. know, like a mainstay. Definitely. Lager. That's, that's like, a good analogy, and it could be a turn for where the market is headed as a whole. Because you, I mean, you saw every single major market brand. Oh yeah. Come like out with a seltzer immediately. Coors, Budweiser. They Miller, all did. Everybody's got a seltzer now. Even like a lot of the organic too. Like the. The um, like founders in Grand Rapids, they've got some type of like seltzer. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do. They're, yeah. they're more nationwide now, but they started out as yeah. It was like this cascading effect, and it and it narrowed down to the best ones, kind of like with beer being the craft ones. I mean, there's some drink like it's the drinkability too. Maybe the white claws are a little easier to drink more of. Like if you're yeah, at, well, if think, that's your goal. Yeah. 
I think but. they saw like a trend coming because with like the popularity of the white claw, and then uh, I think everybody of the, w- the white claw. Well, <laughs> everyone was kind of like, I think it's all the big breweries were kind of like, well, shit, we gotta like hop on this bandwagon well, yeah. because like an all day drinking type deal like most people do most people drink all day yeah. you know like everybody does <laughs> and you know and, and it's hard with your bullet well, i'm just saying like you can't drink all day ipa all day long right well, you know you, you that's have a farce to, that's you, you you uh i think that that's what they kind of saw that opportunity like oh wow like the white claw became such a popular thing mm-hmm. yeah speaking of uh people delving into different realms uh, our friends at broadleaf are now releasing a gin yeah, they are uh, now Broadleaf beer mm, mm, and mm. spirits. Yeah, can you order it there, or is it mm-hmm. by the, by the fifth only? Uh, no, you can get cocktails there. Oh, the last couple of times that we all went as a group, they had cocktails on. I didn't, on, I didn't uh, realize that. On ta- not on tap, but they'll make them for you. Yeah, they had the first one they released was a vodka, I think, because that's. I mean, it, it just naturally in the scheme of making alcohol or spirits. I, didn't know, I thought the gin was the first one. No, this is the first one they bottled. Okay. Um. But the vodka they made, because vodka is super easy to make. But then gin is just vodka that's aged with all those botanicals. Right. So I think that's, they built the base first, and then they added the botanicals. And that's why now, you know, six months later or something, the gin is coming out. Or I don't know if it's been six months, four months, however long it sits in there. But, yeah. And now, now we're going to sample a uh, pure Coors Light, and it's a organic version. <laughs> Organic, organic Coors Light. Anyone want some? Brood. It's still I, cold. I, one going. Okay. I have one. Um, I'm wrapping up. It's a good. It is a good palate yeah. cleanser beer. The Coors Pure Light. A little different than the Coors Light. Yeah. Less malty. I feel like. But um, refreshing, crisp. Yeah, talking all this drinking beer gets me excited for NASCAR. Man, oh yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's close. Weeks. Couple weeks. Close. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I, hope I have, we have a good um, weekend. I hope we do too. Weather-wise. Oh, well, we. During Knock the break, we went out on the the uh, patio here at Pub Thirty Nine Eight, and it, we definitely have a cool front coming in. Mm-hmm. It was getting windy and cooling off. Yeah, that's so hopefully the, we don't get a sporadic shower. I mean, it, yeah. it'd be fine if it sprinkles a little in the days leading up, but if as long as Sunday is clear, I'm good. I'd rather have sun the whole time though. We're still a few weeks. I'd out, rather though. not sweat my ass off like it's been recently though, like ninety degrees and yeah. humid. There was a year, I think maybe I don't know if it was the first. I think it was the second year we camped. And it was uh, it was the June race, or no? It was the first year because it was Father's Day, yeah. and a bunch of the dads came out, and we that was hot. Was that a hot one? That was a hot one. Okay, it was the year after. There was one that was cooler though, and it yeah. was like kind of nice. But yeah, the that first one was fun. Like yeah, yeah, you know, like Chandler's dad came out and Chase's dad. Oh yeah, we invented a new game. Yeah, invented oh, yeah. A new and game. and, uh, and yeah, I mean the. That was hot, I know for sure, because that was the first year um, like our dad went, and he um, he was, you know, it was pretty hot, like in the grandstands there. And luckily, it's late enough in the day that, you know, the grandstands provide some, uh, we have a good seat, mm-hmm. so they provide, provide some shade towards the end of the race, so. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, it, but, it does cool off a little towards the yeah. end. But. That was fun, though, because that was, that was the best year, because it was just... You know, a full. It seemed like it was a full house for that that event, and mm-hmm. they had uh, full they had ensemble, good merchants there, and all, all sorts of uh, yeah, cool stuff. And yeah, you know, that was a good year. But it'll be fun coming up. And we always try to do a podcast out there. I don't. I'm. I don't know if we will this year or not. We'll have to decide. It would be fun, but w- I like. We always try to decide. Like, is it worth bringing the full gear? It could be because, like, with the camper. 
I don't think your dad's going to be able to go. You know, so could, it'll just it'll be less yeah. stuff in there. So theoretically, we could. Or theoretically, we could, if General is there, do it at the General Cafe. They have a little like table with an umbrella. <laughs> oh, sponsorship opportunity, General. Get on board now. Susie, do you want to come over here and uh, be a part of the podcast? We'd love to interview you. How many tins did you sell today, Susie? <laughs> 32,000. <laughs> That'll be a good time, NASCAR. So yeah, we'll have to decide, though. Full, full equipment or uh, just a little one. Just a couple weeks away. I can't believe it because it's been a long time. The it's last, my maiden voyage. It's your maiden know. voyage. and I've been to NASCAR there, just not with you guys. Right, right, right. Yeah, and then so last year was canceled due to COVID. The year before got rained out, so we still had a good time camping, but it just didn't feel complete. So it's been a, it's been a minute. Looking um, forward to uh, visiting the uh, gypsy tents. Yes. Speaking of. Very, very good pickings. Oh, treasures. Absolute treasures. treasures. The yeah the, the and uh, the bartering is always fun yeah. with those guys. Oh yeah. Well, there's no there's really five dollars. Nah, I'll give you two. There's yeah. a couple you can. That one is a little too official. But. On on like the last day, I w- I would think that's when they do the clearance. They're like you know, mm-hmm. and I, I I can't complain because most of the prices are like five dollars or whatever it is. But <laughs> that's a bargain. When, really. Remember when that guy was trying to sell uh, fake Oakleys after like Formula One, and Dan and I started yeah. screwing with him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like fifteen dollars. We're like, now nah, we'll give you five. He's like, why you cheat me, man? I've worked so hard. Yeah, those guys. You paid four cents per per pair. Yeah, yeah. They would walk around with a tray of Oakleys, just like fake Oakleys. Oakleys, Oakleys, yeah. Oakleys, yeah. and uh, yeah. I think I actually bought a pair. I think some of them were branded actually Oakey, not Oakley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd but, walk around and do that, but the treasures of uh, of the gypsy tents are. Uh, there, the, you, you really—it's the stuff that you just—you always wish you could find online, maybe, but you just can't. Mm-hmm. It's like a treasure hunt when you go in there because, like, you got to look hard for the good stuff. But we did find some good stuff over the last couple of years. We found—I've got myself a cooler, a, a a nice vintage cooler. It's a little soft shell cooler, nice Je- little Jeff co- Gordon, right? Jeff Gordon cooler, yeah. and uh, we also got the uh, the the space themed posters. Mm-hmm. Of uh, Dale Senior and Rusty Wallace, which we featured on the podcast once here, that may have yeah. been one of the uh, top ten most exciting moments of my life. Was that like uh, early nineties, ninety three, ninety four? Yeah, yep. Because it was Rusty Wallace uh, and Dale um, Senior, so it was probably that's when I was following NASCAR hard. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, that's the the thing about the Gypsy Tents is there's there's this level of like thrift and vintage to it. You know, you're finding stuff that is just old. Yeah. And they've had it for years, year after year. No one bought that poster, but I did. So I bet a lot of that shit, you throw it on eBay, it'd go for big money. Oh, yeah. I think some of the stuff, like we got a pretty good steal, I think, with those posters because they're just looking to sell it. They probably yeah. don't check the image. They're just like, oh, yeah, here's the roll of posters from 1994. Just yep, bring it back out. Put it. <laughs> they're not looking through it maybe as intently as. Still held on. Yeah. We still have 20 of them from 94. Yeah. And um, but the Rusty Wallace one has like a it's like a obviously a Miller High Life themed poster kind of but it's more about it's like art from it's more about the NASCAR than it is the ad but in the background it's like a constellation with his number yeah and then the uh, Dale Senior one is way cooler it's his car going up as if it was like the Saturn V 
<laughs> yeah. Well, like a full. Fuck yeah, it was cooler. It's yes. Dale Senior. And yeah, I, absolutely. I mean, and it's him with his arms crossed too. Yeah, the intimidator. Intimidator. Yeah. The guy was a badass. I mean, that's that's the kind of guy that I would like to see. Rather than Jeff Bezos in a rocket, I'd rather see Dale Senior. Oh yeah. I would. Yeah. What would he be like if he? He'd be like the best commentator right now on, you know, like Fox NASCAR. Oh man. Yeah. Retired from the sport, but still just so fun to listen to and. He had, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, somebody like that or something like that too, as far as the poster is concerned, you just can't find that anywhere. It's nice. I'm excited. It's going to be a good time. It will be a good time. But you mentioned Bezos with the phallus shaped rocket. Phallus. I still, I still cannot believe that. um, It's a penis. A penis. I still can't believe just. I don't know that, that whole call, event. We call this the Pen Fifteen rocket. <laughs> yeah, the the fuel tanks are just two balls. <laughs> the bottom, the base. I still can't believe that all just happened. Like it, it just seems so parallel to Austin Powers. It's insane. It feels like we're in a movie or something. And the more I've thought about it, I think you're right. It was almost kind of a space race amongst these privateers mm-hmm. of like, oh, they're getting ready to launch. We got to do it. You know. It was two rich guys competing. Yeah, you know. throwing cash at something even, as hard as they can. Even though there's been a rich guy already winning like by a huge margin for a long time. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. And um Yeah, that that's the thing that's interesting about it. It's it, it obviously made space news. It's impressive. It's cool to see the technology, like the fact that the booster and the uh, Blue Origin one still could land. I mean, it landed well. Didn't they buy the technology from SpaceX, though? I don't know. I I think that there was an exchange maybe with the government and SpaceX in terms of that technology, but I don't know about in between the private. I thought I heard that they they bought (laughs) some of the... (laughs) In between privates. In in between the privates, no pun intended. Speaking of the phallus-shaped rocket. Well, did... Because Blue Origin, hasn't NASA used that, though, or no? For satellites or... Yeah, I I don't know. SpaceX has the contract with NASA, but... Blue Origin, I mean, they've been around for a while. Like, if you go down yeah. to, um, I don't know if you saw it when you were in Kennedy. Yeah. Like, yeah. right across from the museum, you'd the, the Blue Origin, like, facility. It's a like yeah. big, their you, logo You drive right massive. past it as yeah. you come in. It's like a legit operation. I'm not discounting the people that, uh, you know, put their, I don't know, their mind power to that project. Cause they're it's privates legit. to it. Yeah, they're privates. They, they figured it out. But, um but just the the way in which it kind of was revealed to the world was interesting. I mean, they've had other launches they've posted, but this one being the first public launch, you compare it to somebody like Elon, who's really looking to discover, like you said, Nathan, and put it more of into like a, a let's expand what we are as humans, like learn more, yeah. right? And well, he was he was much more into it genuinely, not not like a like it's a true interest of his versus like these guys again are just like two of the other richest guys on earth. And they're like, Oh, I want to get in on that. You know, I yeah. want to go to space. I want to do this. Yeah. It's just a checkbox for well, him. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, of which on, on this topic, have any of you guys heard back from the application that we submitted? You were the only to one to go to dear moon. No. We didn't, we, we talked, well, you were are you going no, I'm not going. You were no. the only one that uh, completed the second round. Did I they think. give you a, a no. no letter? I did not get a anything back actually. Well, so. No news is good news. Yeah, yeah. And there's still a chance. 
What it's if like six years? <laughs> Your phone buzzes like they're tomorrow still, morning. They're still they're still they're uh, still marinating on my application. They're like, oh, maybe I don't know. We'll see, but I don't think so. It's either him or Kevin Bacon. You never know. You yeah. never know. I mean, can can you imagine getting that email tomorrow morning, like right before work, brushing your teeth? <laughs> yeah. You've been selected. It'd be wild. Yeah. That would be an intense trip alongside Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Is she really going? <laughs> no. no. I was going to say. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me, but. No. I, I don't believe anybody has been selected for that. Okay. Um, but it's it's upon us. The, the uh, Dear Moon mission, 2024, is going to be an eventful year. The total solar eclipse, of course, That would be a, a sight to behold. Yeah. You think you're cool if you're going up in, uh, you know, the Virgin Galactic or, uh, you know, the, the Penis. But uh, <laughs> wait till you get on, on Starship and you orbit the fucking moon. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's, uh, just, that's the real deal. Yeah, because we're talking space tourism and, like, the jump into it. Yeah, maybe um, Blue Origin and... Uh, Virgin Galactic threw out the first jabs in the boxing match, but Elon's about to throw the uppercut. Like, just space tourism is on another level, exponential level, going around the moon right now, and you guys are just in suborbit. You're two pennies above the globe. Come on. You're two pennies above the globe. That's right. Yeah, it's going to be an intense couple years. I mean, just the the stuff that's released in preparation for that mission is going to be really interesting to follow. Yeah. We've talked about the level of training that the um, attendees will have. All of that is going to be really, I think, cool to follow the story and see how it leads up to the actual launch. Watch, like Elon just sends them to space camp. <laughs> like That's all the training they get. <laughs> it's like the the junior space camp. They're not, just even, in, not even space camp. It's just like sends them to like one of those five-star adventures or whatever. The... Yeah, we talked yeah. about that with the carnival. Yeah. Just send him to the car. Yeah, put him on the Ferris He's wheel. He's good. He'll, he'll be yeah. fine. Tilt a whirl. That'll get him. <laughs> It'll be fun to follow the uh, the Dear Moon mission. Yeah. But I think I'm dry. I am. Me too. Give us a, uh, a follow on uh, all the podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts and Spotify are the two main ones. So if you like what we're doing, you can give us a review there, um, Apple Podcasts. And then uh, give us a follow at Eclipse on Tap on Instagram and Twitter. And then uh, the website, too, eclipseontap.space. Very important, dot .space. Send us com. a video. No. Send us a photo. Yeah. We, we Keep paid an extra 59 cents for that dot .space. Dot .space. It's an important yeah. detail. But, uh, yeah, send us a photo of, uh, of uh, something that you spotted in your telescope. I mean, I've been waiting for a good photo. Somebody, somebody yeah, to send. We've been waiting for a little little while yeah. on that one. but yeah. We've got a couple. There's been a couple people that have shouted something out that I didn't know on Instagram about an eclipse or something right around the lunar eclipse. There was a few. Um, so if somebody is, uh, got a telescope out at the beach in the, you know, clear summer nights, takes a cool photo of one of the planets. That'd be awesome to see. So send us that, uh, you can send us an email too, clips on tap yep. at gmail.com. We'll see you next month in the month of August for episode 47. Cheers. 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 Cheers.